You are tuned in to Sacred Heart Catholic Church in Broussard, Louisiana. Let's catch up with Father Michael Delcom as he breaks open the readings for today. So my grandpa tells a story um, back in the day when St. Mary Magdalene in Abbeville uh, needed some repairs. Uh, the church was kind of in disrepair. It needed to be painted. So the, the priest there kind of was asking around for uh, painters in the area. A couple of people gave bids and uh, he rewarded the bid to T. Joe. Now, if you, some of you are related to T. Joe in here, I totally apologize. But um, T. Joe was kind of known around town to... Um, to lowball people. He was kind of sneaking into jobs, but the pastor, out of compassion, gave him the job. And uh, he started putting the scaffolding up. If you know St. Mary Magdalene's huge church, putting the scaffolding up and he started painting. And one of the ways that T. Joe kind of gets his job is he thins his paint. He puts, um, he puts something, I forget what it's called, he puts it in the paint, um, just kind of thins it out, and that's kind of how he makes his margin. Uh, so it kind of cheats a little bit, but he justifies it. T. Joe's painting the, the church, and he's kind of getting towards the top, and right as he's about to finish, a huge, massive thunderstorm starts to come, and lightning strikes from the clouds and knocks T. Joe off his scaffolding to the ground. Somehow he doesn't die, but he realizes that had to have been God. He's found out. God knows exactly what he's doing and God's after him. And so he cries out, Lord, I am so sorry. Please forgive me. And out of the cloud, out of the sky comes this voice. Repaint. Repaint and thin no more. <laughs> T. Joe never thinned again, and he was an honest man. So proud of T. Joe, so if you related to him, please send my, my prayers. Perhaps T. Joe is, is like some of us. Um, you know, we kind of thin some things a little bit. We, we start to cheat a little bit just in relationships, maybe in our business. Maybe we take a little time here, take a little time there. Maybe we waste time here, waste time there. We plan on our phone at our workplace. We plan on our phone with our marriages. We um, just, you know, just with God, maybe we just kind of fudge a little bit. Well, I just won't go to mass this weekend. I won't go to mass that weekend. I, when it comes to giving God our time, our energy, our our time, talent, and treasure, those are the things we're called to give to God. Maybe we just kind of keep a little bit for ourselves. We just kind of hold back, keeping a little bit for ourselves. And you know, if we continue that pattern, just keeping a little bit for ourselves, if you're anything like me, that little bit becomes a little bit more. And just a little bit more. And it becomes a bad habit. And it slowly moves me just to be a selfish person. But. I give a little bit. And Jesus kind of gives us a warning today. He talks about repentance. Basically, they were having a conversation with Jesus. They were bringing up these historical things that happened. Hey, these 18 people, 
died because the Romans were just mad one day and they just decided to have a massacre? Was it something that they, they did wrong or not? Was it because of their sinfulness or not? And Jesus said, no. However, if you don't repent, if you don't change your ways, you could be just like them. It might not make sense to us, but what Jesus was trying to say is, let none of us assume we have more time than we might actually have. You and I never know the end of our life. We never know the day or the hour when God will call us to himself and we will have to give an account for our life. So he says, repent. What does repent mean? It means to turn away from any behavior, any attitude in our life, not just to ask for forgiveness, but to change the way we are living. Like to turn away from sin is not enough. We have to turn towards God and begin to put good actions and good behaviors to replace the cheating bad behaviors. See, if we just repent, we're just kind of in the middle. I'm sorry, but I'm just here. Jesus is saying, no, I'm sorry, but I am going to actively do good things. I want to bear fruit, good fruit, good works, charity, love, forgiveness, mercy, generosity, kindness. Then Jesus used this example of a fig tree. Now, how many of you in your uh, backyard have a fig tree? Raise your hand. How am I going to get any fig preserves out of you? <laughs> this is bad. My grandparents have like five, had five fig trees in the backyard, loved um, to go pick. Actually, I didn't love to go pick them. They have that, that milky, no, just nasty. Anyway, side note. Um, so fig tree. No one plants a fig tree if you've ever seen it. No one plants a fig tree because it's a pretty tree. Like if you're, if you're going to decorate your backyard, and you're going to put some pretty stuff back there. You don't go put a fig tree because it, it just adds beauty to the yard. You plant it because it's going to bear delicious fruit, especially when they're ripe. Boy, you, there's like, like the golden couple of days where it, it's just money, and that's when all these birds come. <laughs> so Jesus tells this story. A landowner had a, a, you know, a vineyard and orchard and the gardener was taking care of it. And it said he came three years in a row to pick fruit from the fig tree. And the fig tree didn't bear any fruit. There was no figs on the tree. So rightfully, he comes on that third year and he's like, cut it down. It's not bearing fruit. It's useless. It's taking up space. And the gardener begged, please, please, one more year. I'm going to fertilize it. I'm going to tend it. I'm going to water it. I'm going to give it its last chance. And then when you come back next year, if it's not bearing fruit, then you can cut it down. Jesus tells this story to us. Because your life and my life is a gift. It's an absolute gift. I don't know why Jesus loved us so much that he would give us life, but he does. And life is beautiful. And he's given us so many blessings. I don't know if Americans, we realize how incredibly blessed we are. You and I have a chance to turn on the TV 
and look at a war that's happening somewhere else. You and I have a chance to turn on the TV and look at poverty and all these other things that are happening at other places. While we sit in our nice, comfortable space in our freedom and, um, and enjoy freedom in a land that sometimes we take for granted. That's just a little bit. God gives us a life, but he gives us a life so that we can return that life to him in gratitude. And what we do with our life is the fruit that we bear. We're not just meant to live this life for ourselves. He looks at the tree. What fruit is it bearing? God looks at our life and asks us, what fruit are we bearing for him? Now, none of us want to think about the reality of cutting that tree down. But it's real. It's real. At some point in our life, we're going to die. We're going to have to answer to the Lord for all we have done. And please, God, the Lord looks at our life and says, well done, good and faithful servant. You have produced much fruit in your life. You have been generous. You have been merciful. You have been kind. You have been charitable. You have served others rather than seeking to serve yourself. T. Joe had the opportunity to change his way of life. Had to fall from the scaffolding. But please God, he said, I will never thin again. But dear friends, we have a whole season to look at our life. We can't say nobody told me. We can't say I didn't know because you're here in church and you hear the message. If there's something in your life that needs to be changed, I would highly encourage you to change it while you have time.